0: You are listening to Man Behind the Machine.
1: All the stories have been told of kings in days of old, but there's no England now. i lost Somehow Don't seem to matter Very much anymore All
2: the lies we were told All the lies of the people
1: Running down Their castles have burned
3: Voicemails to man From Detroit
1: So you remember that club I used to work in I don't know if you remember that Red Dog uh, It was above uh, Gosh there was a bar It was or uh, was it? Um, so it was above the bar, you know, over there, Red Dogs or something like that. And, uh, who was there? Um, Paul Johnson used to DJ there. It was wild because Paul Johnson, obviously, you know, folks don't know he was in a chair, right? And he used to. We used to have to carry the chair up into the booth because the booth was really up high. This is the craziest scenario. This was back in the nineties, right? So they didn't have a handicap ramp for him built already.
3: Anyway, so
1: we uh would carry him up into the uh booth and he would DJ up there on Monday nights. Monday nights uh over in uh the red dogs was I believe it was gay Night or something like that. It was Jojo's night. So we're all hanging out there one night and who should walk in the door? Mr. Tony Soprano, that's right. He was there hanging out with us for a little bit. He was a nice guy, uh pretty cool, walked around. Pretty cordial to everybody obviously took off I don't know if he found out it wasn't his speech and left or just uh, you know said hey man let's go check out some cool music with Paul Johnson and I know this will come quite shock to you I haven't seen one full episode of The Sopranos since it's been on I've seen like the little bits and pieces on the reels nowadays on the Facebook and YouTube and TikTok and wherever else you can find the reels so I I kind of feel like I know what the show is about, but I've yet to see an entire episode of The Sopranos. But I have heard many of Man Behind the Machine, so people out there listening, they should listen again and again and again. You know, keep those numbers up, those analytical numbers, and the SEO's going. Make sure you're sharing it. Man Behind the Machine. It's on Spotify. If you're wondering where we're at, Spotify is where you want to be.
3: Detroit obsolete.
1: No. no, James Galdafini, I believe that's his name correct Is it? I'm hoping I was saying it correctly Tony Soprano No, he just showed up on his own, man Just out of the blue Uh, was just kind of hanging out You know, I don't know if you knew <laughs> What club he walked into or not Or what night it was And, uh, I I think, I'm not really sure Because it was, obviously it was the 90s Um if The Sopranos had started uh, by then, um, I think I think we knew him just only from True Romance uh, at the time. So, and uh, he's coming. In, he hung out. He was on his own, just really chill. I don't think, like I said, I don't think a lot of people really knew who he was because I don't think The Sopranos was out yet. So, absolutely, not uh, stay too long, and then uh, just basically kind of just left, and that was about it. I think he kinda of strolled in and then he realizes like wait a minute here he has quite a flavorful bunch and then he probably walked out. Mind you, this is the day when, you know, JoJo's there and he's host of the show and everything like that, so Remember Jojo and JJ? I don't know if you remember those guys or not. So I still keep in touch every so often with Jojo. Of all the people, um, if you've ever seen his work, it's unbelievable. Obviously, JJ and Jojo used to run the hairstyling salon. I don't know if they still want it or not, but they used to do the hairstyle stuff. And then uh, Jojo um, did these just wild, like doll heads. It was just wicked. So he used to live across the street. Um, I don't know. It was like the four corners. I think it was like Ashland and uh, Damon, and uh, they used to live right across the street. He used to have a studio there. It's really cool. And yeah, Paul Johnson, man. It was always spinning there. And, uh, I, I, gosh, I'm, I'm I'm hoping I get the name of the club right. I believe it was called Red Dog. I believe it was. It was just above. It was on the corner of Ashland and Damon there. And then, uh, later on, it became, like, this hip-hop club, you know, and got really crazy. My buddy used to be a bouncer at it, and then, uh, the club downstairs was really cool. Crazy enough, we were hanging out there, and, uh, Scott Ian used to come in there from Anthrax all the time. And oh, And I used yeah? to hang out with him. He was real cool. That's cool. And, uh, I remember Anthrax out. And, uh, That's the a band from the 80s. Like couple nights after.
3: Absolutely um, all.
1: It was uh, Dimebag Daryl, got shot, and they were like really good friends. Oh no, who was it? Dimebag Daryl? Yeah, please. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was Dimebag Daryl, and um, yeah, it was just crazy, man. He's just, you know, that it was wild because we were sitting there we was talking. And he's just like, yeah. He goes, you know, we got to really rethink now on how to go out on tour, you know, these smaller groups, because you know your smaller bands like your ministries, your Anthrax, your stuff like that. You know, they're not really going with any type of security. know they're just kind of going out there and you never thought that you know someone would come in and (laughs) shoot somebody on stage it was unbelievable you know so yeah it was pretty wild so and yes one day I'll just sit down and watch a couple episodes full episodes of The Sopranos I do see the reels a lot so I kind of know like a couple of characters in the show but like I said I've never really watched an entire show uh, of The Sopranos um I did
3: see fellows. <laughs> so... What, you think cool? I'm funny, like a clown? Yeah, like I amused you? Like I'm the, a clown?
1: The Godfather movies too, but can't forget Michael, him. Michael, but. please.
3: Nick Nolte was somebody that Tony Soprano admired in The Sopranos. Did you notice that? Yeah. But if you look
0: at that movie, there's one line that depicts people who've gotten help. Mm-hmm.
3: And have gone along their merry little way. Mm. And wrote it in my journal. (laughs) (laughs) And do you know that, that do you know, you know, uh, Edie Falco, who plays Carmella, she can't even cook. And people come up to her on the street and ask her for her recipe for baked ziti. For real? Yeah, for real. She doesn't know how to cook Italian food. And in, in the episode, she's cooking for Tony, for her family, for Meadow, Bagzini. Yep. She's making this, bringing it to Meadow's dorm room. Um, but it's hilarious that people actually think it's real because it's so, so well acted. Yes,
0: and I have really started Absolute-o. to her dress. So some of her dress, two de- decades later almost, yeah. is classic. So, I started looking up Carmella fashion on Really? Pinterest. Yes. What? Classic. And Carmella, I started looking at some of her dress. And this is 20 years later. I am more interested in not fashion and fad like the 80s and the zonked outlooks from how the women dress. I'm looking for classic and forever.
3: Zonk. What's it called? Zonked outlook. Zonk. What's well, a what's a lo- what's a
0: zonk? Zonk, like if you were on um a game show and you wore a look and it was winning a prize, you would get the zonk.
3: <laughs> you know, like Richard Dawson on Family Feud, he used to kiss the ladies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and a- apparently they they had them sign contracts before the show, asking if Richard could kiss them. <laughs> <laughs> who would have done you know? that these days? Who I mean who does that? <laughs> I mean No, you did, know, you know practice, Ri- did you know that did you know Richard Dawson used to do that? Yeah. Do you remember? No, I don't know. Okay, so the old family feud, Richard Dawson. He greeted yeah, yeah. Oh, he, yeah. Oh, yeah. he greeted oh, women yeah. with kisses.
0: Yeah, I every time I watch Richard Dawson I'm back on uh Hogan's Heroes. I'm like, you know, I don't remember him kissing people on Hogan's Heroes. That's what my mind, my mind does weird
3: things. You know, he was so weird. Do you know on the last episode before he retired, he gave us, he, he spoke before the camera and he said something like, God bless every woman and child, and he gave the devil sign. He, he held up his hand and he gave the devil horns. I thought that was so weird and bizarre.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I was so inspired by Carmella fashion yeah. that I actually drew a picture of you. I sent it to you last week.
3: Oh thank you. Oh, and I'll it's, check it was
0: actually what um, Pinterest,
3: the pick you know, for the full oh. you're looking at pictures of Carmela Soprano fashion. So what well, what are what, one of the things well, I look at like what are these women are there women dress stains? are there women dressing like her? I right. don't
0: think so. I think she's a classic look. According to Pinterest, there has been no one greater than
3: Carmella for her style. Wow. She has like okay. a she's an icon yeah. uh, of her own. Right? Yeah, she's got jewelry and the fur coat. That he so, brought her, yeah. I do believe my daughter
0: was getting ready. It wasn't stereotypical because Dad was doing, wasn't he doing like a, a mob yet? <laughs> yeah. I mean, he was doing business. So his visiting colleges with his daughter didn't turn out like a normal either.
3: Yeah, he found Tony, yeah? Tony finds somebody that escaped the family years ago and went into the witness protection program. Uh, or 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 left, but anyways. So, um, I
0: stereotype.
3: As yeah. I stereotype, um, I already just told you a stereotype. I'm yeah. able to reflect obsolete all almost
0: immediately and say, "Hey, wait a minute." Yeah. And I know I... my girlfriend, who is also a writer. She's not going to be doing any talk, but I don't like a get you in so. Um, I could use Mike or the 45, because <laughs> he was quiet. But Mikey and the 45, you know, no. uh, I'm going back to Cicero decades. Yeah. I in restaurants, weekends and handcuffs. And I thought that it was um, like a hash. We had that in my hometown. <laughs> it was called Bush. Instead of hash, it was Bush. And he bought the automatic to defend his jewelry store, because he kept getting robbed at the mall. At the largest mall, this was a major store. And he wow. came back in, and he, because I had the experience oh, from Salido. selling guns overseas. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. back in the day in my 20s, and I'm like, in your 20s, you look at life differently. Like, you know, the guy mm. who's buying the shotguns, you're like, oh, Italians might go out in the wilderness and
3: hunt. And remember, but Adriana brought that undercover FBI agent... Danielle to Tony's home. Yeah. So again, there's just a number of things that you know, and then they flipped her, and you know, um, interesting, huh?
0: I think what I was more attracted in Adriana was her beauty. Yeah. Her stealth beauty that was. I don't think that she was a teenager or someone in her twenties. Yeah. She had stealth beauty for decades, as far as I can guess the
3: beauty, Adriana. Adriana, the beauty. Not her. Yeah.
0: She's a cat getting married. But wait a minute. Is it overseas somewhere? Third world country guys are in her office killing each other. Yeah. I'm beginning to realize, you know what? She probably does have a drug addict. The FBI agents, they couldn't find Adriana. And the, the decades-long beauty and, and her... You know, other qualities that were associated with her beauty, like when Artie, yeah. with the restaurant, fell in love with her, she had the charisma. Not only did she have the beauty, she had the charisma,
3: and I was attracted Artie to Artie Bucco. Artie Bucco is a very talented actor, and he's um, he does, like, a lot of gestures. He, he studied a lot of gestural kind of comics and actors over the years. And um, Christopher Moltisanti knows him. They go back. They were roommates. They were friends in New York. So, So already I'm attracted to the chef in him. I'm attracted to the food service in him. Yeah, the chef. Yeah, yeah. And the good that he does with it, I keep
0: looking at him. Well, he's more like friends of mob. He's not really in the mob. But again, that's more
3: denied. No, well, he's he's an associate. More or less. Well, yeah, Two so he's remember he's Tony's closest and longtime friend. So you know, and I that's only why his Tony That's why Tony idolized. That's why Tony loans him fifty thousand dollars and then he can't pay it back. And Tony yeah. just wipes it clean and says, Okay, I'll take it off the you could take it off my restaurant bill, my my uh, you know, my tab. You know, but yeah. Tony would never let that fly with anybody else. Yeah. remember when Bucco had to get the money for the French guy to invest so in there's some a
0: message there your lifelong friends that you went through school together even though they're not active as like a maid guy or a captain or whatever the organization is yeah. they're still lifelong friends because they grew up together yeah 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 so that I have that strong bone with the people in my hometown but i Definitely
3: don't have that here. No connection. Yeah, and I then and then uh, Bucco, you know, is in the hospital, and he tells Tony. Tony comes to visit him, and tell, he tells Tony that Tony saw this ten steps ahead. He said, "Tony, that's why you're so genius. You thought ten steps ahead. You knew that you were you were gonna loan me the money that I wasn't gonna pay me back, but then again." Buko is almost saying that he's thinking 10 steps ahead. He knows that when he borrows the money, if he defaults on it, Tony's not going to do anything to him.
1: See?
0: Evidently, I am not familiar or paying attention to Buko. Is Buko just like a driver, or
3: who is he? No, Artie Buko is the chef of... He's the, oh, he's, Artie. I call him Artie. Yeah, yeah okay. He, he, he's the owner of Vesuvio, and he yeah. brings... Uh, see, this is how much I know... He brings uh, food to Tony's mom in the hospital, and he says, "Remember my, remember my uh, restaurant Vesuvio." And then she says, "Oh, the one that got burnt down." And then. The, so I am just yeah. on the episode. I must be into season six now, where
0: Artie is getting back together with his wife.
3: Yeah, sure, Char- Charmaine. I yeah. forgot her name. Charmaine. Charmaine. Yeah, Charmaine.
0: Because I'm longing to see people get back together. I am for
3: stereotypes, oh. ideology, you know, ideals, and I
0: also am very happy because the episode of Tony getting back together with Carmella. I love that.
3: Yeah. Oh yeah. Peacemaker. Peacemaker. And, sta- and notice that, you know, despite everything, all the outward appearances, you're a very conventional man. Because he always, yeah, he, that's what she says to him. Yeah. noticing in later
0: episodes that she really, really likes him. She really likes that she stood her ground against her husband, which he seems to have disappeared. I don't see him in later episodes. I'm thinking, and she somehow reached inside herself and did the right thing inside herself to escape.
3: Well, her beauty wasn't on. So, Remember that Carmella goes, he looks like Freud? And yeah. And I, he well, won't take I find
0: it. that interesting that the resistance that Carmella puts up, I look at it as, it, as some of her strength. Oh. She doesn't want to be swayed by other people because she's the master swayer or a master manipulator. Yeah. Is Carmella manipulative?
3: Well, I don't know, but all I know is when the bear episode, when there was a bear outside, when yeah. uh when uh oh god, what's his name? Benny. I like the Benny. bear episode. Yeah, Benny, yeah. little Benny, when Benny came over to protect her, she right yeah. away knew where the AK-47 was and the grenades. Yeah, there's she, a person She who she I brought don't know him She brought him to where the weapons were as if she was giving him a piece of bread with butter it was just yeah, natural that
0: was a bit risky cuz he yeah. was just a soldier
3: right yeah but he's trusted by tony yeah All right, well, yeah so i mean that's interesting betty you know um but when tony finally came in the house once, yeah. he goes
0: well where's the soldier i forgot his name and he's like well he's in your office or in her office right. he's making calls i don't think tony was real happy about no, that
3: no he wasn't
0: he wanted he doesn't want him in her house just like the guy from Italy. I forgot his name. Furio. Yeah, he was wanting in the house and in more of her private parts than Tony wanted. And Tony
3: wasn't really paying attention. But I think but what, what you yeah, I think what you're getting at with Carmela is that she's more interconnected in his world than meets the eye. Yeah, you so know? whether she did it
0: by manipulation or intuition she could just have really high intuition her character right you know tony didn't necessarily tell her where the ak whatever that is the ar7 was but she just had a common sense about things you know we don't talk about it but we know right facilities no i sold guns for nato alliances europe there was Never a uh, semi-automatic. Now the guys would come in and tell me how now this fully automatic. There would be customers who, you know, GIs, veterans, active duty, who would say, "Yeah, this can be modified." <laughs> <laughs> and they tried to tell me how to do it. and I'm like, "Why do
3: I want to modify a weapon?" Yeah, and you don't want do to I do have that. No, interest no. Interest in any
0: weapons other than for no. sport.
3: Yeah, nothing. I no, mean, you never did that. Yeah
0: never that into guns yeah. i was into like we're going to the range we're gonna shoot ski i'm gonna compete and shoot and the italians came and they were quite good right. and they never thought of it as anything other than sport here are all these visiting because um, you had to be in NATO alliances have a NATO card and then you were allowed to come to the events right and um It's like, look, you know, these guys are really good at this sport. And that's all my mind
3: went to. Yeah. Yeah, pure, like the snow. You know, maybe. You listen to Man Behind the Machine. Sopranos. Many Saints of Newark. Dr. Absolito, is anybody home?
0: I just turned it back on.
3: Yeah. Okay.
0: I, forget. I forget.
3: Yeah. So you saw... That's okay. Uh, good morning. Uh, you, you saw Many Saints of Newark?
0: Yes, twice. What'd you
3: think? Uh, oh, twice. What'd you think?
0: Well, it is a good um, prequel, I think they call it. It's right. A sequel. Right. It's a good prequel introducing uh, the Sopranos. And it's interesting.
3: Yeah, Christopher... Okay, so first of all, the name Many Saints yeah. refers to Multisanti, because in Italian, Multisanti means many saints. Uh-huh. So Christopher is technically Carmela's cousin, but because Carmela's related to Dickie Multisanti, his father and christopher was sort of you know adopted after his dad died Dickie. tony adopts him as his nephew and but kind of gives it's him all the
0: because there was a christopher a new baby that was born to the italian immigrant yeah that's christopher
3: that's christopher yeah
0: but the baby I thought was um, Tony's dad.
3: No, no. No. No, that's.
0: Oh, that's right. No, that's. It was Chris... not Tony's dad.
1: It was Dickie
0: and the Italian immigrant. Yeah. That was like a dad to Tony.
3: Yeah, he was like Tony a dad. Yeah. Was more
0: attached to Dickie than he was his own father.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no,
0: it makes sense.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he loved him. And uh, right, vice versa so, so Tony thinks about you know Who's going to take the secession Who's going to be the next in line And he he basically Anoints Christopher As his successor oh. So Christopher wow. is cousins With Carmella Really? Yes Carmella's he... young in that film But then you'll see her in The Sopranos You know Tony's wife so she's So I have to watch
0: The Saints again to see some more characters that I didn't pay attention
3: to. Yeah, it's it's quite mm-hmm. remarkable. Yeah. And uh so Christopher he's kind of adopted by him. And uh Julius Caesar, I made this observation recently, Julius yeah. Caesar did the same thing. He adopted Augustus. And he made him his son. He wasn't his son. But he mm-hmm. chose him to be a successor. Whether or not there's a connection there, I find it interesting.
0: Well, there's... I'm... Because uh, I watched the movie twice. I had a friend who said, oh, I follow The Sopranos. And tried to get me to subscribe to HBO, which I don't want another... I don't want another subscription. I said, nope, I already bought the series for my extended birthday gift. For $59, I had the whole series sent to me. I can watch it at my leisure.
3: Oh, you did? Nice. Yeah. Okay. It,
0: it's a good investment, if you ask me. What was surprising now, yeah. I have just started on season one. I picked it up Wednesday night, and on season one, I thought that it played all the way through. It only plays one episode, so I have to go back in the one through four, I might have missed three episodes. And I went into the second half of season one and I found out you have to, the way my DVD player works, you have to select it again, play it, each episode of each season. So i believe I watched most of season one, but I think I missed three episodes.
3: What, What do you think so far?
0: I had no idea. I did not watch this. I did not watch any TV of any decade at any regularity. So as soon as I saw season one, he's with the therapist from the beginning. Yep. I had no idea.
3: Yep. I thought it was something that came along into the many seasons. But no, it was the very first episode. Very first. And yeah.
0: <laughs> there's this, uh, it's an interesting, you could call it a dichotomy, I don't know if that's the right word, um, where Tony has, is demonstrating his entitlement. His entitlement to have a, a, a whore, a wife, um, and yeah. he does it sort of eloquently. He does it. With a little bit of grace and finesse, he's not the um, thug that some of them guys are. But yet, he can be one. He will. He will take on things all on his own. Yeah. I like how he uh, accidentally bumped into a witness protection guy, and uh, the brother Christopher wants to come up there and handle it. He said, "No, this one is on my hands."
3: Oh yeah, yeah. he's got to hunt down the guy That's just like him
0: And like 20 years ago Or however many years ago I saw that show Uh So I can remember Like out of all of season one I randomly Must have been um, It would have been a family member My husband at the time You gotta sit down, you gotta watch this it's very hard to get me to sit out and do things. Well, you know
3: what? If you think it's good now, it only gets better. It's like aged wine.
0: Well, you I know. understand that there is enough in this that it could be used for training for the right, you know, not just one group of people, but for several groups
3: sure. of people. hmm mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's good.
0: There's, there's more to this then what first meets the the eye, what I liked is when, so my friend came over and we watched the Saints of Newark and there were all kinds of new things I did not see. I forgot to look up the word ingot, but I remembered it. Something was said in a scene in the Saints of Newark that, um, and many times they spoke in English, and then they said Italian words. Um, But I said, ingot, I-N-G-O-T, I said, is that an Italian word? No, I think that particular statement was an American word. Mm. And it was a reference to someone in the family. You know, most of the vendetta is in the organization. Yeah. I like the behavior It's towards each other in the organization It's not just random Killing Um Of outsiders and, uh, uh, Unless they try to take over the turf And I like how they rough them up And warn them first
3: Yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's sort of respectful yeah. You know what I mean yeah. It's not just blatant go out and kill people Yeah And I really, and I'm taking a perspective from the woman's point of view, it is not a common practice, apparently this is like a good uh, example of a playbook, I've watched many, to target women, to just go and target women because she's in the
3: way or she's... Well, guess what, now... The, because the men are being locked up even in Sicily you're starting to see the Bella Donna you know the Donna yeah. the, the woman boss now they got the female bosses and have heard of it yes. but I haven't really you'll see, seen any good examples well you know, you're going to see one you're going to see one in one of the episodes when it, when Tony goes to Italy yeah, oh, really? yeah you're going to see an example um I'm not going to give it away. But you know what? Many Saints did show that was a big mystery, and I couldn't believe it when I saw it. I, I was shocked. Guess who killed Dickie Mastasanti? It wasn't a police officer. It was Junior Soprano. And they... Now, huh?
0: Dicky is the... He was the dad of
3: Christopher. Christopher. But anyways, they kept telling Christopher... A police officer killed him, but it, was, well, but it was Junior. I don't remember that part, but I remember the
0: old man with the bald head
3: and the glasses. Junior. In. Uncle Junior. Huh? That's Uncle Junior. June. Yeah, they call him June. June, yeah. June. yeah. Uncle June. That is Tony's went uncle. went to the phone booth
0: in the New- Saints of Newark, and somebody, it, it didn't show who it was, or do I remember, said, it's done. So yeah. Somehow I think Uncle June ordered
3: that. He did. And they didn't tell yeah. Christopher. They lied to him. Um, mm-hmm. and, and you'll see in a, labor, a later episode of Sopranos where Christopher has to kill the guy that he thinks killed his dad. But it's actually Uncle Junior. Uncle yeah, Junior me... is bald. Back then. I just got
0: done watching the episode. Well, Christopher, he's like, um, like a wily coyote. Like a, he he he's a loose cannon. Yeah, oh, yeah. he needs a lot of management. But anyway, uh, Tony goes over to Uncle June's restaurant.
3: Yeah,
0: and makes him a boss. Yeah, do you remember that?
3: Yeah, and can you believe jo- Tony comes in without a gun? And Junior gets pissed... The first time. Junior gets pissed off. He said, you come heavier, you don't come at all. He
0: came back the next time heavy. He came back with a gun. And he said to Uncle June, I'm heavy. I'm heavy. But let's do this right. I mean,
3: it's hilarious. I mean... But
0: that's just... So here's my friend, somewhat educated, said, you know what? group of people who were immigrants originally, and they were uneducated. Yeah. And that is how they had to operate. That's how uneducated people operate. I don't know that that is something that still travels across the generations. I like, in season one, how Tony is attempting to get his daughter educated.
3: Yeah. Isn't that interesting?
0: He's asking him, Daddy, why didn't you finish school well he did supposedly a year and a half I almost can say the name of the college it was a reputable heard of name college but he said in my day he even is telling the watcher that this uh, these immigrants were not educated they weren't it just wasn't part of the culture
3: yeah because Italy was poor after World War II yeah. Yeah, and they, in Sicily they had to protect themselves because they didn't have law enforcement. And that's how this, the Black Hand started.
0: hmm.
3: Yeah, el, el Mano Negro. Mano Negro. Black Hand. That's what, so what it was called.
0: What we see today is we have law enforcement or we have trouble with the right balance in law enforcement. Yeah. Organization yeah what are they doing i really don't want to know yeah i'm from them when you look at saints of newark and and now i'm gonna say okay probably i did see uh a handful of because that one at the college is one that i saw of all of season one that was all and um remembered lots of parts of it so this is going to be great to see the whole thing from one and i don't have to worry about programming or you know i'm going to be able to have my leisurely control and take notes and but what i'm what i'm getting out of this it is not customary in the playbook to target women right this whole thing that I, i personally have been part of is, as far as I can see, it's not in a playbook. What was in the Saints of Newark, and I may watch it a third time because it's going away from Amazon Prime in about a week, is between lovers. So, Vicky takes out the Italian immigrant on the beach. She has the fur coat, the promises of the beauty shop, and then she has a confession, which was a mistake it harmed him so bad he lost control he had a problem with control that's how he killed his dad he didn't mean to he kept saying dad, dad, dad he just wanted to rough him up you know As was the common uh, problem in the family but the only reason that I could see to kill a woman is that um, she was his lover and she hurt him as possible so the marriages i was part of arranging the marriages to stay within um they it was pretty interesting the warring factions the bosnians the serbians macedonia and so on which i knew nothing about they didn't really want to intermarry even in those regions they really tried to keep their blood as pure as pure as could be and I noticed that in the Saints of Newark, they were talking about the boot, what part of the boot. And I haven't seen anything about Sicilians yet. But that's like.
3: But that's the rule. Months. To be in this thing, what? that's the rule. To be in this thing, La Cosa Nostra, you have to trace yeah. back your lineage 100% to Italy. Okay? Right,
0: but Sicilians, they're in their own
3: they're yeah. in
0: their sect, Because they're not really part of the boot. But I like there was a scene now, I can't remember where, but the questioning was South Boot, you know, and oh, it was Tony questioning the therapist. She's Italian. Yeah. That's how he ended up with her. He had a choice between Italian or two Jews. And there was a stigma, apparently, then, and even 20 years b- before the soprano and, and Tony's upbringing, that. Intermingling with the Jewish culture was very shitty. You, you yeah, you did because there was a neighborhood of Italian and Jews that came out somewhere in a scene. But it wasn't. It wasn't. Um, what do you call it? You were smucky. You weren't as bad as if you were in a black neighborhood, but the Italian and the Jew neighborhood, you were kind of a smuck or a putz. Mm-hmm. Did you pick up that yet?
3: No, I didn't pick that up, but they do Yeah, not, but,
0: not as bad, not disreputable, but just
3: Yeah, but you know what? So this is the thing. But this is the irony. Hesh, you're gonna meet Hesh in the Sopranos. He's Jewish and Hesh was Tony's dad's advisor. And then he becomes Tony's conciliary. Even though Silvio oh. Silvio with the face you know Stephen Van Zandt, yeah. even though. Oh,
0: I was so shocked to see Stephen Van Zandt. I didn't know he had a part. <laughs>
3: yeah, Stephen Van Zandt is technically Tony's consigliere. okay? But Hesh is literally his advisor.
0: The real deal.
3: Yeah, and. Uh,
0: so I heard the word yeah. Hesh. I haven't met Hesh.
3: Hesh is Jewish. His
0: name? Yeah. His name is mentioned in season one, and I'm like, oh, who's Hesh?
3: Yeah, and any time you hear any of the other guys talk shit against Hesh, they call him a Christ killer.
0: Right. There is that, I don't want to say it's full hatred and killing between the two of them. However, because they're monotheistic. If you look at religion, there's supposed to be some kind of respect for the monos, in other words, the one god were closer in relationship to each other but um, I, it doesn't explain being hateful towards skin color but it, right. it is the way it
3: is. Well, Much love to my Jewish brothers and sisters. That's all I gotta say. Um, but yeah that there's probably and there is you know elements of racism in it you know against all kind of people. Um,
0: Let, let's look at life today. It's yeah. still here right now in this very moment today it's going to continue
3: when my family moved to chicago neighborhood the first night we moved in we had a brick thrown through our window and it said get out of the neighborhood you blank n-i-g-g-r-s but
0: that wasn't the case was it
3: no we were italian
0: so was it a mistaken identity
3: no because they think that we're from africa too in your neighborhood? Well, no, no. People joke about the Italians because we're so close to Africa. Yeah, that we're African. Oh, yeah. so... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Some cultures, some
0: American neighborhoods even have a thing with Italians. Is yep. that what you're saying?
3: Uh, that's what I'm saying, I and I know it for sure.
0: Oh, my God. Yeah. So uh, it's been so bred into my blood that uh, the Italians had... The west side of the river and the Swedish had the east side of the river. It was an Italian-Swedish, uh, from the 1800s or earlier, immigrant town. And so I grew up with them as my brother. Mm. Brothers and sisters, the Swedish and the Italians. I love a uh, 95-year-old, God rest her soul, she's still around, about 70 years ago told me that's how we laid out the city and we Swedish built uh, factories and I forgot she told me what the Italians did they kind of run the city in a certain way she said it very eloquently <laughs>
3: oh, <yeah. laughs>
0: they run the city they ran the city mm. in a certain way so it could have been they were the law and order yeah back in the days Maybe. of immigrants anyway so she put me in my place because I said I'm majority of my blood, German," She said, you were right along the railroad tracks, and there was a fine line of you Germans between us, Italians, and Swedish. That's how she laid out the far west Chicago town I was from. You were a fine line along the railroad tracks, and you were between. And that's exactly how I grew up. Mm. between the swedish and italians getting along with both they were my brothers and sisters from decades ago and i don't see the mistreatment of italians we live through that okay
2: yeah
3: It's
0: really cool to see
3: cultures evolve
0: in their immigration status. I mean, now it's the lineage and the ancestry, and it's still in church meetings, in church socials, um, in anywhere where I socialize. I did a lot of socializing this summer. It, there's a secret to it that I was avoiding. I didn't want to be in conflict oh. or judged. But you know what still comes up today in 2023? What? Your heritage. <laughs> it's still a common spoken thing. There was a guy who I'd seen hanging around in one of my social circles. He finally said Wednesday night, I'm Jewish. Yeah. I didn't know what to think, and I don't know if anyone else in the group knew what to
3: think. <laughs> <laughs> it's sort of a rarity. It's sort of an anomaly. Yeah. Sì. Sí. Uh a little Italian music, right? I'm drinking with my espresso. Yeah? Yeah. I was gonna tell you, so now that I've watched Sopranos and the movie, now I told you I'm watching Talking Sopranos, and they go over episode by episode, and they're interviewing the actors and actresses. They just had on Carmela, which was awesome and uh, they're, gonna t- they're going to be interviewing David Chase soon.
0: Alright, so is that all an HBO exclusive?
3: Yes, only on HBO.
0: Alright, so I just looked it up. I was going to do it and I forgot.
3: But you know what? It's better to watch it when you're done with Sopranos, in my opinion.
0: Alright, I just, look, Spotify has ways that we don't know.
3: Oh. And
0: Spotify I has the Talking Sopranos, I'm just now looking it up. It says Talking Sopranos with Michael Imperioli.
3: Yeah, Christopher. Yeah.
0: And Steve Sharippa.
3: Yeah, Bobby Bacala.
0: So those two are there, and I'm looking here. There's a episode that played in May. They played one. It's not. It's not. It's random. So they just had one in May and the one before that was December of 21. Yeah. November of 21, there were a lot of them back in 21 and they just only have had one this year. So I'm guessing maybe there's some licensing or you know trying to buy it from the the podcast from HBO. Did you say it's HBO? Yeah. Yeah, my friend is an HBO. Okay.
3: And
0: said I can get rid of some of my other subscriptions if the HBO one is a good investment.
3: Yeah. So I'm thinking about it. I said maybe for winter because we're set But you know what? It's better to just watch. Keep focus on the Sopranos and get through those. Yeah. And don't miss episodes because if you yeah. miss an episode, you can really skip over important things. You
0: know? Yeah. So I did that. I'm gonna for a hobby not in a rush, but I watched season one, like one and two episode, and then I didn't realize that I thought I was done. I ejected the tape. There's four episodes on each season one. Like there's two tape, two CDs. And I skipped over a couple episodes so I know I have to go back. Because each one you have to intentionally pick the episode and play it. It doesn't have autoplay on my CD player, no big deal. But I'll be going backwards, so I will almost be done with most of season one today. I'm off all day today.
3: Oh, and, that's uh, good stuff. Like I yeah, said, I have I,
0: hobbies. I'm, har- I'm yeah. harvesting.
3: That's I, good. I'm, having, I'm
0: going out. I'm,
3: I'm like, okay, you're... Absolute, you're, you're absolute man behind the, the machine.
2: Galaxy.
3: No, what's going on?
2: Three of the, uh... The, the characters that were on The Soprano... Like, pretty big roles, I think. And they're gonna be doing, like...
3: Kind of a show there. But I think it's more of, like... Maybe a Q&A type session. Oh, you very know, cool. When is this?
2: About it. Uh, I'd like to say... August or September. But it's over at Mystic Lake. I'm sure you could just...
3: Do you know who from, from The Sopranos? Late? Uh, no. I, I... But it's definitely... Um...
2: The pictures that I saw, it's like characters that you definitely would. I mean, you're, you're a Sopranos fan, so you definitely would know them.
3: Christopher Moltisanti? Is that who it and is? And Bobby Bacala? Is that him?
2: I don't know. I mean, honestly, I don't know. I'll look at, I can look right now out by 10 back by 10 sleep tonight do it again stop, stop, let it go if it comes back to
3: you it's yours if it doesn't you never know you got me i got you dog with a dog a that's so cool i want to go i hope i can fit it in are you looking it up no um you know what yeah i, I have to get my mouse out here Yeah, I think I
2: know, so, And I saw it a couple of weeks ago too And it was the like, same. Oh, okay that, that, That's definitely something that uh, You would like Oh, there's some shows going on Daryl Hall with Todd Rundgren Oh yeah, there we go uh, it, It's on uh, August 26th
3: Oh, sweet In
2: conversation with the Sopranos um, Yeah, yeah, yeah You had the names right
3: How much is it? Um, yeah, I think it's Michael Imperioli, aka Christopher. Yeah, I think
2: it was like all
3: three names that you said. Yeah. And Bobby Bacala. And maybe uh you know, we'll see uh Johnny Sack. He's been out a lot. Yeah. How much?
2: So um, between like thirty and ninety dollars.
3: Oh, that's nice. Yeah, that ain't too
2: bad at all.
3: Sopranos. Gotta check that out.
2: Yeah, would you go to that for sure?
3: Definitely to see Michael, and Bobby Bacala or Johnny Sack or, yeah, Jennifer Malfi, Edie Falco. I can go on and on. Would I'm love sure to see those some, guys.
2: I'm sure they left some good stories and stuff.
3: I had a really interesting conversation this weekend with somebody, a Russian, that lived in New York. Okay. She's hilarious. She's yeah. like, yeah, the mafia, they own everything still in New York. Everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nothing's changed. I said, what about the Russian mob? Nah, they have a little corner. They were given a uh, little district and they can't move from there. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I had some interesting food too. Yeah, what'd you have? Uh, I had some uh, kebabs from Georgia. Oh, nice. Yeah. Where'd you have that at? Um, at a, a party that I was oh, invited okay. to. Nice. Yeah. Never had Georgian food, have you?
2: No, Never.
3: Okay, was it pretty good? yeah, it was delicious. They use all these yeah. different ingredients i mean it's it's a different part of the world that you know is telling me about all the influences like Turkish and Greek and all these different you know yeah countries that contribute to their cuisine, but I gotta make some of those sopranos meatballs now. Yeah. would would you go see these guys if you could swing I, it
2: you know i mean i never really watched the show all in its entirety so it would be kind of like a uh i don't know i really wouldn't know what i'd even be hearing the stories or anything like that yeah
3: yeah that's cool yeah there's but probably it seems, it seems to be pretty popular I bet you there's going to be some people that follow them like the Grateful Dead, you know? Yeah, I know, for sure. They go from city to city.
2: Yeah.
3: Too bad James Gandolfini isn't alive still, rest in peace.
2: Right. Yeah,
3: yeah they, they had stories of him be, between, shoot, you know, filmings. Yeah. He'd take them out to Italian restaurants and they go out just like the old guys, you know, they were kind of trying to live the life, you know? Yeah. Um, with the, you know, eating the town food and, you know, being with the friends and breaking balls and all that. <laughs> no, right? Yeah. <laughs> anyway. So, man, oh, Jerry Seinfeld's coming. He added a third date. So That's. Seinfeld
0: and Sopranos?
3: The, and the Sopranos are coming to the the, to the casino, I think. Um, the, I forgot. Which casino? Seinfeld.
0: Until this September. So if we look at this closely, um, it looks like New York City is coming to Minnesota. Yeah. So I already made that prophecy um, back at the start of the summer. Um, some women cornered me in a, I go to a lot of church basements, and I won't disclose the location, but in a church basement, these would wind- women cornered me because I raised my hand as a beginner or a newcomer in other words I was to that church basement and they found out that I was actually more involved than a newcomer but I was honestly not lying anyway I told them that I am to appear as a beginner when I come in new to a room or a church a meeting, I am not to be greater than. I am to uh, appear as a newcomer and just observe. Yeah. And anyway, um, they nailed me. From now on, when you're representing blah blah blah, they threw a bunch of rules at me. So <laughs> I represent the state of Minnesota. I'm still the same as everybody else. <laughs> it's just the volunteer work and they threw all these rules at me which the organization I'm in there are no rules and I said well thank you for your input I was kind because I knew I was under the hot seat with some very aggressive women and I said I'll make a prediction New York City is coming to Minnesota
3: yeah the five families
0: so New York city has come to
3: Minnesota in other ways. You know how to make Italian sauce? You, no, you, you put in Italian some olive sauce. oil. You put in some oh. olive oil. You fry some onions. You put your garlic in. You put your sausage and peppers. Some veal. Some beef. Okay. You stir it around. Then you put in some tomato paste and tomato sauce. And there you are, kid. So if you ever need to cook for a bunch of guys, now you know how to, kid.
0: So uh, back to that there, Uh, I like that exact recipe minus the tomato. And I've been told by the Sicilian uh, branch, which are a little rougher crew, back in. (laughs) If you take out the tomato sauce
3: and you make that recipe, just like you described it, that's real Italian. That is, that is, do you know who I'm quoting? I'm trying to do a parody of Clemenza from Godfather.
0: Ah,
3: excellent. Yeah, Um, Al Pacino comes in, he's a war veteran, and Clemenza says, come here kid, let me show you how to cook. I was trying to get you to laugh, but I didn't. I didn't think you knew with the reference. But uh yeah, that's. You
0: it, but not where it went to, so it's Al Pacino.
3: Yeah. Yeah, so, Al Pacino. Yeah.
0: So have you ever had a dish? So we called it in our Sicilian
3: city. Much love. Spaghetti. Much love to the Sicilians. Go ahead. A Sicilian, Sicilian
0: city. Um, I was informed. Uh. That if you walk amongst, my hometown, you're walking among
3: Sicilians. Yeah, be careful. <laughs> and I was so uh,
0: humbly stupid. I said, I didn't know there was a difference. You all go in one boat. You're all one
3: character. No, they'd say they're Sicilian. They think they're different than Italians. Yeah. So anyway, the sauce there, spaghetti oleo. So spaghetti oleo. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's everything you just described
0: minus the tomato paste.
3: Unbelievable.
0: Yeah, and I and I have craved it since before I was told City. He
1: used the M word. Oh M-A-F- no.
3: Yeah.
0: And right after that offered me a job, so I'm guessing that my headquarters is somewhere around New York City.
3: <laughs> yeah, in The Soprano.
0: And what about the back of the
3: grocery store? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, Satchire Pork Store. So Same thing as uh, Kansas City. Tomatoes, yeah, that's how to make the sauce. You know, that's how you make yeah, the Soprano the sauce, the Sicilian sauce. They say that the more north you go, the less so- sauce there is in Italy. The more south you the go... The The more south you go, the more sauce there is. The more north you go in Italy, the less sauce. Because then you've got the German and Austrian influences up north. But, yeah... Anyways, forget about it, okay? Uh, you know, I won't. Forget about it. <laughs> yeah, there was, a funny ep- there was a funny episode in Sopranos where the surgeon is um, in surgery on Tony Soprano after his uncle Junior shot him. And uh, these, okay, so, so picture this. They're in the operating room, right? And then the surgeon goes, oh, my God. And they go, what, doctor? And he goes, I think I found Jimmy Hoffa.
0: I'm trying to remember if I've seen that season. So the Sopranos is not something that I have access to. But there was a time when Uncle Joe, we'll call him, he had every single every single prescription. Um, he ended, uh, it'd be my ex's brother. Um, and and uh, so we were house sitters. I was only as a friend. Because um, and, and, I'm a great cleaner and a great and I think The Sopranos was maybe on FX at that time, but I can't remember. Um,
3: what do you think about that joke though, about the fact that he found Jimmy Hoffa in Tony's stomach?
0: Well, I tend to overlook um, anything to do with that, as I worked actually worked for him.
3: <laughs> oh yeah. Oh really.
0: Okay, so... Are you
3: ready? You met him?
0: No, I didn't want to. I worked during the administration of... Is it the son or the grandson? Okay. Jimmy's offspring is still active.
3: Yeah, they are, huh?
0: And I work for them.
3: Oh, so yeah? we're
0: going to give you a sandwich called Team Brown. I'll send you a picture. I just took a picture. Um, of an, Remember you told me about this? I just took a picture of an olive branch in Minnesota. Fourteen brown. And here comes a picture. Let me find it. Uh, I wonder how come. I must have deleted it. Because I don't want to focus too much on Code Team Brown. No. I am a retiree of Code Team Brown in Hoffa. Uh. Did you get it yet? Not yet. I never told you? No. Is it there? Then I deleted it gosh i wonder why i can't find it because i just took the picture last week oh maybe i gotta go up here yeah two days ago no you gotta go into the recently deleted i recently deleted so italian ice is one of my favorite things in the summer i'm
3: gonna get oh yeah yeah soprano style italian ice with the basil so
0: if you go to culver's for five bucks You can get what they call a no flavor added lemon ice uh, cooler. They put it in a cup, and when it's so hot, it melts, and they give you a spoon, and all it is is an Italian ice. It's like an Italian flavorful snow cone. It was 519 yesterday. I got just that. I wasn't ready to eat supper because it was so hot. And I don't eat ice cream, so I got the Italian ice, but they call it... Uh, they don't call it Italian, they call it lemon ice cooler. Oh, yeah? And it comes in a drink cup, because eventually it'll melt. But it is coldy. I don't know if it's any way comparison to real Italian
3: ice, but for me it's pretty doggone close. <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs>
0: For a, a huge, a large. I remember uh ten years ago when I was paying eight bucks for a shake. Cause I had to have ice cream. I couldn't be without dairy. Now today I know that I'm allergic to dairy. Oh, another sandwich. No, his teammates went on the whole. For you, but when you slowly had things back in, it doesn't mean that you are allergic to it.
3: Survivors. Episode, thank you for listening.
0: You know
3: what kind of ice cream Jimmy Hoffa like to eat?
0: Italian ice, Italian
3: ice. Oh, yeah, (laughs) no, no shepherd's pie, right?
0: (laughs) Forget about it, okay on right now, I'm still a member I've never became a member here, but I am still a member of my, and they're huge so I put this Olive Branch that's where I'm going to find it I put this Olive Branch truck on my private group in my home team oh yeah and and they, I, I got the a quest
3: final. begins
0: and yeah, cause it's like I don't want to be too close and in, uh, so 17 was my last contact with, where is it now? I've given myself a lot of space between them guys. <laughs> Listen, I'm from Sicilian land, they whisper. They whisper when certain things are, uh, you can't translate it into a code word, so you whisper.
3: Vieni, vieni vicino Devo dire una cosa nell'orecchio
0: You know that I'm speaking truth to you I am I'm you not what...
2: right
0: I'm still looking I'm still looking I'm still looking I will find Somewhere here Uh Somewhere I just have Oh I know I got to go into my